Hey guys, welcome in to the Outspoken Sportscast here. This is your host, Brian and Jeff. We are on episode number 108, guys. How have we been? How have we been this week? We are finally, for you NBA fans, we are finally talking some NBA basketball here, Jeff. In the spotlight of the week, your team, yeah, your team's yeah, doing a lot are. better than mine, buddy. <laughs> but we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, here it's, it's, it's been some it's been some interesting you know there's a lot of basketball stuff going on you got NCAA you know getting into the final four I think did Duke win today Big I have no idea uh, I don't check that, pay yeah, attention it's... too much to the NCAA <laughs> some um, people do some people bet on it yeah some people get into it so I mean it's oh, actually it's big, kind of interesting. I, it's big. coach Especially coach K women. is is at this is is like the end of his yeah, he's he's retiring. So, uh, you know, a lot of people are rooting for for Duke to win it. So, just on that, do they alone, play today? I thought they. I don't I think they played today. I think they said Duke moved on, but I'm not quite sure. That's something we could check. But yeah, there, there's a lot of people that pay attention to it. I think because you know they they do betting on it, or they will do like kind of like a you know how we do fantasy football or something like that. They'll do stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, on top of that, you got NBA stuff. Exciting. Um, you know, get ready to get, we're getting ready to go in the playoffs. Definitely not for me. Um, this has been a joke of a season. Actually, real quick, the blue, the blue devils are in the final four. So yes, yes, they are in the final four. I I believe they face the, uh, North Carolina, the biggest. Okay. North Carolina. Okay. So that maybe they haven't played yet. I thought they had played already, but to go into the championship. So this is, you know, not to get into NCAA here, but Coach K's could be his last season, or it is his last season. It could be his last game. He could win the. He could go out on top, win the whole thing. So, but back to the NBA here, Jeff. Um, and and, that, and I, I do want to apologize. We should have gotten in the NBA a little bit earlier, but a lot of people. Um, this is when there the was NBA, so there was so well, much so NFL much stuff. Oh my god, dude. there like, is there was so it's, much. It's 
it's still coming out, and that's why we love the NFL. But the a lot of fans really don't watch the whole season NBA or or right now is kind of when they settle into it when the playoffs are starting to begin and we're we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Every game, the Lakers fall out of the playoff spot. They fall back into it. They fall out of. It, they fall back into it. And it's been really an embarrassment of a season for them. But we'll get into that in a little bit here. The Eastern Conference, Jeff. My right now, Miami's leading the pack. There, they're they they've got a half a game lead over Milwaukee for the number one seed. And I think the the Heat have been a team that I don't know if many expected to be at this position at the beginning of the season. A decent team, a good team. Would they be number one? I didn't think so. The team I like right now the most is the Milwaukee Bucks. I think Giannis right. is on fire. He's um, he, he is scoring, putting up points. He's posterizing people. Not only that, Jeff, he's shooting three-point shots. He said he wanted to take that narrative away from him that he's just a, a dunk kind of guy. He can do a little bit of everything. And we've seen him grow as a player, and he, he is fantastic to watch through Milwaukee. I think they're the favorite in the East. I really like them. Boston's been pretty good this year. Philadelphia, adding James Harden. We got some really good teams here. And, and Chicago's pretty talented, too. The East looked pretty good. We all know, though, the West is probably the favorite in a lot of a lot of different areas. But um, the, the, look, the Cleveland Cavaliers are, are in the, are the seventh seed. They're, they're beating the Brooklyn Nets right now. And the Brooklyn Nets have fallen off with the whole Kyrie Irving debacle drama, not playing because he's not backstated, can't, you know, can't play in this stadium. It's been a term, uh, the, the trade of James Harden, they – they get in uh, – what's his face? They get in Ben Simmons. He can't play because he's got a back issue. It's been a kind of a crazy season for them and not as smooth as they would like it. And just a lot of stuff going on in the NBA, especially in the Eastern Conference. But uh, is there a team that you look at and you say, this this one I kind of feel like I'm leaning towards to to kind of uh, go on a big run in the playoffs? Um, <laughs> Outside of a bias – uh, I, I'm going to probably. Hey, say... we don't do bias in this on this <laughs> podcast. This is real talk here. Um, you know, no one can deny Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix has got an insane record. That's Eastern Conference. Oh, Eastern Conference. Um, <laughs> we'll, get well, no, it's, it's, it's definitely the Bucks. It's definitely the Bucks. I everyone keeps talking about them. Everyone is basically picking them to win the whole thing. The the Brooklyn Nets are the one problem behind that, and the reason why I think maybe we should take that with a little grain of salt is because the conditioning with Kyrie Irving you're out so long you know you cannot I mean how do you condition yourself to be playing high elite basketball now you know when you've right. missed quite a bit of games and so it's you know it's weird you know you run the risk of James Harden and how he's gonna is he gonna be able to trust some of those other players um in the playoffs I don't know. It's still a relatively new environment for him. But then you got Giannis. He knows. They all know. They won last year. It's basically the same crew. Right. They they know each other well. They play well with each other. They they know each and each other's in and out. So it's like they're the one, they're the most cohesive team that is basically the same team that was put together last year minus maybe a few people that left or whatever during free agency, but nothing crazy. And it's kind of like when you have golden state at its peak, you know, when it, when, when they, everyone's healthy, everyone's in there, that's the kind of danger that you run into with the bucks. Um, 
they know exactly how each other's each each one of each other's plays, and they know how to build what each one of each other's weaknesses and strengths. So they all kind of coalesce together and pick up one another. And so whether it's Giannis doing what he's doing or anybody else, I think when it comes to the Bucks, that's one of the reasons why people keep saying they're got to be one of the favorites in the finals, if not the favorite to win. So. Right. And definitely. you're definitely, definitely right with the, the, the group that they have. They brought back and um, the Boston Celtics have changed, changed up a little bit. Philadelphia's changed huge. The Nets have changed huge. We don't even know what the Cleveland Cavaliers are. Miami stayed the same quite a bit. They, they did bring in some talent. Um, they're well coached. I, I, you know, I, I don't know if, if Miami, I can, like Chicago can... the other day, they're the, one of the main guys on there shot 50 points. Yeah. Um, they have a really good talented roster in Chicago. And I think that should not, there should also be that to take into account. There could be a sleeper team coming in there and, and really giving the bucks a run for their money. I don't think they'll beat them, but I do think there'll be some team in here that no one's really expecting. Right. Well, and, and, you know, you, you can never count Brooklyn out. I think when, that's when, true when you they're can. healthy, right. They, they have two stars. Ben Simmons won't be there this year. We'll see him next season, but when those two stars play, they can put up points in a hurry. I, I don't think we can count them out yet. Um, yeah, the Atlanta true. Hawks were really good last year. Um, you know, uh, they're in this 10 seed right now fighting for that playing, playing they're spot. They're a feisty team too. So they, if they get in, team. they're really going to give people some, some trouble. Probably now to a brink. I do like Chicago's roster. I, I think, I think the, the the I think honestly the Eastern Conference will come down to Milwaukee and the Seventy Sixers, and I I just don't know if anybody can stick seven games with the Milwaukee Bucks the way they're playing, the way Giannis is playing. Um, he's it's MVP level. They're they're you know he has been talked favorite for the MVP, and or is he the best player in the NBA? Joel Embiid has a really good. Uh, resume for the beat MVP this year, and uh, he's been playing lights out. And him and James Harden have been working together a lot better than I expected to at first. Um, but they're 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 figuring out how to work with each other, and that that can be difficult when you get two stars together. Figuring out how to co- to combine your talents together and what you work with best. But Joel Embiid has been been playing lights out this season, um, so I think the East is getting better in the NBA cuz you, you know a long time ago it's west dominance west 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 and the east maybe had two teams we're starting to see a fluctuation of talent go to Boston and, and Chicago Chicago's got a really good roster Cleveland's built their way back into hey this team is I'm not saying going to compete for a championship but they are they are a lot better than we expected them to be in the 7th seed um so the East is looking up the East is looking up I still think it is uh, Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis's Eastern Conference to win, though. Yeah, uh, I don't think anyone ever is thinking at all otherwise when it comes to the Bucks. I think they're the odds are favorite, uh, even coming into the season. So because they won, so I mean, I think. Excuse me, I think everybody um, jumped on that Nets bandwagon and projected them and the Lakers um, to be up there, and uh, that that hasn't kind of worked out for either one right now. I mean. It looks. It does look like the the Nets will be in the in the in the play-in game to make playoffs, and the Los Angeles right now, as it sits, is out. So I had. Um, I don't know. It's not like I didn't. It's not like I, <clears throat> I I didn't see it coming, but I did have doubts with LA. Um, something well, was off with it, and I'm not quite sure. It's West, if West, it was West. because they added so many. 
older players, older guys. It's kind of like when you watch a movie and you and you see like, oh, it's got Brad Pitt, it's got Angelina Jolie, it's got J Lo, it's got you know, and you're just kind of like, great, but is it any good? And then you come to find out none of these people have any chemistry, and you're just going. Well, I, I guess we watched all of those actors on t- on the same screen, but the movie was horrible. You know, it's just like, you know, that's kind of what I got out of that when they when they were doing all those moves, and I'm like, that sounds awesome, but well, look, you know, Jeff, I am one of the few Laker fans that I that I talked to or or or, or my friends that thought this Westbrook trade would would fail. I, I when we traded for West Westbrook, I didn't like it. We traded away a lot of young players. We traded away some key players. We traded away um some good young talent. We gave up guys that uh played really well with LeBron James to get Russell Westbrook who LeBron tried to trade halfway through the season. Okay, Genie Bus said no to LeBron. Um Russell Russell Westbrook has never played well with others, no matter where he went. No matter where he went. So I don't know why they thought they could bring him in here and make him work well with two other guys. Here's the problem with the Lakers, Jeff. I'll tell you this. LeBron's too old to carry a team on his back. Russell Westbrook doesn't play well to others, and he's, his his uh, feelings are, are charm and soft, okay? And Anthony Davis is nicknamed the street clothes because we don't see him on the court. He's... He's as soft as toilet paper. That's your problem with the Lakers. When is the team? I, I did bring that up when you got Anthony Davis. I said he's got to stay. Oh, healthy. He, he's had health issues. <laughs> when is the team? This team that they they brought in together played. How many games has the roster that they meant to going into the season actually stepped on court together? It's not I very many. It's probably on one hand. It's not very many. It's a joke. This is one of the worst teams I've watched. They don't. It seems like they don't care. And people want to give LeBron James a pass. No, this is not. This is not. And LeBron, I'm not saying LeBron James is playing bad basketball. He's on the verge but of getting a scoring title. He is the GM. He calls the shots. He brought in this roster. He is to blame. AD is to blame. And Russell Westbrook. I can't blame Russell Westbrook. How can we blame Russell Westbrook? He does this everywhere he goes. It doesn't fit. We can't blame Russell Westbrook. This is LeBron James' issue. This is Anthony Davis' issue. This or Anthony Davis' issue, and this is a Frank Vogel issue. And it's something that I hope at the end of the season something happens. I trade LeBron James. I don't care. I don't care at this point. Something's got to change. Well, they're definitely getting rid of the coach. I can not, guarantee that. Not he, making he, the playoffs it. right now, and they can still make it. Is uh is nowhere near the standard, especially when they just added another star, West Westbrook and the other two. It's, 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 it's unacceptable. The question you have to ask yourself is, will Phil come back? <laughs> I hope so. I'll take him any day of the week. Do you think Phil can turn this roster around? No. Say they keep everyone. LeBron won't. LeBron, no, no, they won't. And LeBron won't work with Phil Jackson. Because Why? Phil Jackson want will want to take control. Mm. 
if, but LeBron I mean, James maybe that's the him. maybe that's the that's the thing that needs to change. I know they really wanted Jason Kidd, and they they got rid of Jason Kidd and brought in that dude, who's now coaching your team now. And look what's going on. You know, it's just I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, Jason Kidd worked under Frank Vogel. Um, LeBron liked Jason Kidd a lot, right? I don't know. He I think, and again, again, it's funny because like. They're, they're having success, and a lot of it is, yeah, you got Luca doing what he's doing, but Jason Kidd's also subbing guys in, taking guys out, switching the 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 the, the lineup up mid mid game, uh, taking people out that are not hitting, like things like that. He's making the right moves as a coach, and also allowing Luca to do what he does. So it's uh, interesting. Jason Kidd is has actually proven. You know, uh, some doubters wrong um, this season so far, right? The Mavs right. are in the third seed right now. Let's get into the Western Conference here. The the, the Mavs are in the third seed. You could, we got to give credit where credit's due. Um, Nico Harrison was is one of one on his trades. This trade that he made with with Porzingis, I was like, well, they trade away Porzingis. Porzingis was a complete flop in in in, in Dallas. He's he is Anthony Davis two point uh, not on the court, and. When he was on the court, he wasn't a true superstar. Okay, they'd make the trade. I go, well, they're they're getting a couple guys, but I don't know. These couple guys stepped in and, and played well for this team, and 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 been able to mesh well with Luca and um, and play well. And they've had other guys step up and uh, um, Finney Smith and, and players like that that have stepped up and played well and and been more consistent this season with this Mavs roster and Luka Doncic at the at the helm and. Um, Kudos to to um, Jason Kidd. He's done a fantastic job. They still got to prove they can get over that hump uh, in the in the playoffs, and we'll see if they can. Do I think they are a legitimate championship threat? I do not, though. I don't. I don't think they're going to beat Phoenix in seven games. I don't think they'll they'll match up well with Denver in seven games. Um, you the Golden know, State man. Warriors and seven. You games. never know, man. No, I know. A, I know. A, I, I, that, I know. A, you could, they could easily surprise some teams. No, and no, no, no. Look, everybody's look, look, like, look. what? You know? No, so. no, you, no, you can. You can say that about every single season, and you never know. We never knew the Bengals were going to be in the NFL. I'm right. giving you my opinion. Yeah. I don't think they are a championship team at this point. Are they moving forward? I think they need a couple more pieces. Be fantastic. They stiff. They're definitely moving in the right direction. They're already in the third seed. They've already clinched the. The playoff berth. Well, we they're, see what too many pieces. Well. We we see what happens when you have too many pieces. Los Angeles. Um, well, <laughs> when you add Russell Westbrook in with, you got Carmelo Anthony, and, you got... and, uh, <laughs> and Angel Soft. But we're not. We're done uh, talking about the Lakers. We know they're a joke. All right, we don't talk about uh, jokes on this on this uh, podcast. All right, let's get some serious business. Uh, Anyways, no, this my gosh, Suns guys, they've only lost 14 games a season. Um, yeah, they and clinched, they, and I, when they clinched, I all of a sudden I saw the news and I'm like, what, huh? Yeah, I was like, already best, best league record, they're looking really good, and they're that's not even the surprise though in the Western Conference. The Memphis Grizzlies, are you kidding me? Number two, the Memphis mm-hmm. Grizzlies, fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic, they're 54 and 23. They've won six games in a row. The Suns have won nine games in a row. Um, this team is fun to watch. They've got a, long, a lot of young stars. Um, and I can't forget the number one star's name. Uh, Jamon, or what's his name? I pronounce it. Jamon Moore. 
Java yeah. rant. Java no, no, no. Rant. Yeah, you're right. My bad. You're right. My bad. It's, it's, it, yeah. No, he's a beast. He's really fun to watch this team. And uh, what, you know, are, are, are they there yet to, to go and compete? Maybe. I don't know. I think they're really young. And, you know, we're going to have to see when the playoffs hit. Like, I don't trust the Utah Jazz ever in the playoffs. They don't, they could be number one seed. They're number one seed last year. They always lose. I don't trust them this season either. The Denver Nuggets are going to have to show me something. They've got a very talented team. I don't trust them either. Golden State Warriors could be there. Steph Curry is going to miss the rest of the season, Jeff. He's hopefully be back in the, in the playoffs, so that could hurt them a lot. They've missed uh, Draymond Green as well. What I think he's Phoenix, still out. I didn't say no. He's back, but he they missed him for some time. Oh, this season. okay. I was like, he's supposed to be back by now. What I think the Phoenix Suns are doing is they're they're they've they're, they've learned to win without Chris Paul being there all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, Chris Paul when he missed in the playoffs, uh when he got hurt last year, it, it really it really hurt this team and when he was out, it hurt this team. And yeah. uh getting in the back. I think they're kind of finding a a groove without him and they've got some young talent. Their coach is fantastic. I, I really like this team. Will they win it all? We, you know, you, we don't know. They could, they went last year. Still again, if they go again, I don't think they match up well with Giannis. I don't think it's a guy they really want to face. Um, the Golden State Warriors could get heat up if they get healthy. Denver Nuggets, the LA Clippers, they're sitting in the AC. Do we want to count them out with the talent they've got? I, I don't think so. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not the Pelicans are no, the, the Pelicans are nobody. San Antonio Spurs are not going to win. The Timberwolves are not going to win. I, I think we can go ahead and count that out in the Utah Jazz. But you got some other teams there that are, that are really good. I, I think the Mavericks will win their first round. Um, right now, first it's, round it's, they're playing Denver. Oh, well, that's tough. Denver's a tough one with Jokic. Um, I could see oh, that going woo. six to seven games. Uh, that's, because that's seven games mainly series, because we have beat that team. We've beaten uh, Jonic and and them, and so I think we beat them here actually. Um, and so yeah, I mean you know I think maybe even during the season we may have split. I'm not quite sure. So it it's kind of you know I think that they match up better than most people think. Be um, each team, so it's interesting. You know, I think you're going to have a, a show. That's for sure. It's definitely going to be an exciting series. Um, that's tough. And yeah, the it's going to be flip. tough. But but again, it's going to be tough throughout for them for Dallas and and any team really, uh, except yeah, in, in the Western Western Conference. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a tough. There's a lot of tough teams going in there. Throughout the season, we beat up on Utah. We beat up on Denver. Uh, we beat up on Golden State with Curry, but without. I mean, I think he with Curry uh, even with. Uh, uh, Thompson as well. He was in there, but they just didn't have Joel Embiid. But um, or Green. But other than that, huh? Draymond Green. Oh, Draymond Green. Yeah, Joel. I'm going to talk about. But uh, Draymond Green. And so you know, it's interesting. I, I'm really interested and curious of how the Mavs will adjust to adversity. Like when they lose a game, how they what happened in that game where they lost? Like where. Where what will Jason Kidd do the next game to change things up? Carlisle was really good about kind of stuff like that, and I just want to see how Kidd responds to that. But everyone's gunning for Phoenix. It seems like obviously um, they're going to want to try to go after them and take them out as soon as they can or whatever. 
outside of Phoenix, there's not a whole lot of teams that scare me. You could say that Denver, even with who they have, they're scary to some degree. They've been beatable this year. Um, Utah has been beatable this year. Memphis is a little, you know, not Memphis. Uh, they're young. Memphis. They're yeah, young. Memphis, they are a little worrisome. I think that's the, the the youngness, the the inexperience will probably play a factor um, in that. But it's like, I there's not a whole lot. Even Golden State, I don't doesn't really scare me as a Maverick fan. It doesn't bother me. Um, we've beaten them multiple times. Beaten them in uh, Golden State. We beat them at in Denver. Um, and sometimes we beat them pretty badly. So it's just, you know, it's interesting. I how how well is Steph Curry going to be back? Is he ready? Uh, is he one ankle roll away from being out of the playoffs? Um, who knows, man? Like this is a crazy thing. But in, when it comes to this, Phoenix is really the the one team that I'm like, eh, that's a that's a scary one right there. But these other teams, I'm kind of like, yeah, we've beaten these teams. We kind of know what these teams can do and what they're capable of. I want, um, I want to, uh, I want to give a shout out real quick to uh, Sean Sharif, one hundred five three the fan. I, I really enjoy listening to his work on the radio. But I need to send you the link. He he talks about how that these like he he talks about how the Mavs aren't championship series or championship team, and goes into why and and stuff. It's pretty interesting. Listen, um, but. Uh, but yeah, like I I look at it this way, like we weren't a championship team against Miami, right? And and then we and that same year we weren't a championship game, team against uh, Profovich and the Spurs, and we weren't a championship against the Lakers and Phil Jackson's last yeah, season. Yeah, but you don't have um, we, we don't you have know, uh, the veteran roster you had then. But I don't know about that. That was a makeshift that. roster. There you wasn't can't. it wasn't like it was, it was veteran a super guys team, though. It wasn't. I'm not saying you know. super team, but you had veteran players. I'm this, telling you, you dude, I, I think the NBA is a different thing, man. It's, it seems like these old guys are not cutting it anymore, man. It's a young game. Look at look at what's going on. Look well, at Phoenix. Yeah, when you got young look talent. At, yeah, but I mean, yeah. look at it. It's not like there are a bunch of veterans out there. I mean... There's lots of veterans out there. We talk. Yeah, about? but that look. Okay, so <laughs> so take a. Okay, so KD would be considered LeBron. He's considered a veteran. Look how that team constructed up. A Embiid, bunch of veterans. Harden. Uh, Jokic, really? Yes. I don't know. Jokic's that's a veteran. Uh, yes. I don't know yes. how long has he been in the league, Brian. Well, let me look that up. But long enough to be considered a veteran of the NBA, I guarantee you that. I don't know. So on top of all that, you know, look at the Lakers, full of veterans. What happened? Nothing. Girl. I already told um, you they're old. I know, I get it, but but I think and just because you're old, what's going on doesn't mean you're good. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like I think a lot of these young guys are not afraid to do stuff, not afraid to take chances, not afraid to take risks. The interesting part about the Mavericks is they don't rele- rely solely on Luca, and he his he facilitates the ball in a way where he allows other players that are open for a shot that try to that give them a chance to, to, you know, do something just outside of the fact that he can do what he can do. We already know what Luca can do. It's all about also giving these other players a chance as well, which he does very well. And it's again, will it work every time? No. And that's okay. Like, I think the thing is, is Luca at least giving his other teammates an opportunity to also be good. And I think because he plays so well, they feed off that. And and I it's kind of like what it's kind of like with the Peyton Manning effect, right? Where you would have a guy 
you step on the court, everyone wanted to play well because he's on the freaking field. It's the same thing with Michael Jordan. I'm not comparing Luca to Michael, of course. No one is. But when he's on the field, that team's better. When he's on the court, that team's better. When LeBron playing in Cleveland, they were better because of him. You know, and it's like when with same, and then I think it's a lot of it is the same thing with Luca. And you could say that the same thing with Phoenix and Booker. You know, you could obviously Giannis, Giannis makes that team better, but it's, but those other players have to play. Can't just be Giannis. We see it with the Nets, dude. We saw it last year in the playoffs with the Nets with Katie. Look what happened. He had to do it on his own and they didn't go anywhere because nobody else on that team is worth the crap. You know? know, exactly. But the Mavericks don't have, much of anything else. That's what I'm saying here. They have a lot of scrappy young players that can. Yes. They, I'm, I'm but they're not going right. to. They're not going to go. I don't think they're going to go into to Phoenix or Denver. Or we don't say we haven't and, really and seen them games. play Phoenix this year. I don't think we've really seen the Mavericks play Phoenix, but maybe. Once. Oh, they're not going to go and beat a seven game series. I'm just saying. I'm not dissing the Mavericks. I'm just saying. Right. I don't think they're going to win the championship this year. Right, but again. Or a championship caliber team at this moment. Are they playing you, well? Yes. Lucas, if Lucas is a top three player in the NBA, in my opinion, right? Top five. But, but you don't have to. My thing is, is I have a feeling that the era of super teams is coming to a crash. It is not an existing thing anymore. I think people are still trying to clamor to it. Los Angeles, they're trying to clamor to that. Right to oh well we got if we add who so and so so and so and so and so guess what we're gonna win a championship and I think eventually that has started that bubble has bursted and badly so teams want to so, have teams want to have so. players under control under contractual control that aren't as expensive and if they can find that talent without having to sit there and chase down free agents that oh well, I want to go there no I don't want to go there no I'm gonna go over here last minute like. No, like who wants to do that? And I think a lot of NBA teams now are starting to realize maybe it's not worth this headache. Like allow them to go wherever they think they need to go. And if we get them, great. If we don't, doesn't matter because we're not going to structure our team around three guys that may or may not get along. That happened with the Nets. Harden out. How long did that last? Two years? Like it, it was just, you know, it's it makes well, me that- laugh. That is makes a, me uh, laugh, Brian. You've got three head, ca- well, two head cases. It doesn't matter. It was they were fail. excellent. Look, if a team has a chance to get a super <laughs> team, they're going to go with it. They're not going to doubt. They're not, they're not going doubt to it. jump on nobodies and hope that it works out. That's Mark Cuban's way, and that's the issue in Dallas. He gets he gets the cheaper players. So Phoenix, he Phoenix, hopes, so Phoenix, right now, Phoenix has a super that team. They work out. Phoenix has. I'm, super I'm team. not saying they have a super team. What about Milwaukee? Milwaukee, um, they have a damn good team. They have a good team, but they have a super yeah. team, Brian. Do well, they have LeBron James? Super, super do team. they have if, KD? if it's LeBron James? Do no, they have, but they have okay. they have right. some good ass players. But that's what a super team would be. It would be KD going to Milwaukee, right? It would be no, the, the, the guy Phoenix in they would, no, it would be guy in the Pelicans, right? That hasn't played a game in God knows how long, getting healthy and then requesting a trade to Milwaukee. Well, like, it, you him. know, they're talking about him going to LA, but I think he's a big ass bust, in my opinion. So my, so what I'm trying to get at here is, where, where, the Bucks didn't have a super team; they won championship. Well, yeah, they they also faced the Phoenix Suns last year, who were injured as well. Right, 
But did Phoenix have a super team to get there? Nope. No, I'm not saying like, you I, have I to I have just, a super team. I'm just saying if teams have an opportunity to get a super team, they're going to do it. I, I think I think my thing is I think my years. my my argument here is I think the super team is going away. Why? Because these guys are getting old. And they're not worth it anymore. LeBron isn't worth it anymore. Well, no, that's, KD that's... is a bust. From what we all know right now, he can't even stay on the court. So with all that being wait, said. Wait, you're saying KD, Kevin Durant? No, not KD. Uh, oh, AD, my gosh. A, AD. <laughs> so Kevin Durant can stay on the court. Paul George can't. Um, Kevin so... a beast. I hate him, <laughs> but he's a beast. Look, but no, but, just, but, but with all that being said, with all that being said, I I think over. I think the era of that is done because Look, a lot of these younger players are playing better than they are. Well, and then eventually these younger players will join together, and it'll be another super. Will team. they? Yes. I mean, they I will. don't know. I don't know, like, Brian. If you like, yeah, they they will. It'll happen. That's what the NBA is. We all thought what's his face was going to leave. Uh, Portland. He didn't leave. Everybody was like, oh, he's going to go to Los Angeles. Kawhi was going to go to Los Angeles and play the Lakers. Yeah, Come on. You're looking, at, you're looking at, you're using one example. Like, you're using one example of the There's Lakers. There's too failure. many moving pieces and with these guys. We like, won a championship with that team. Yeah. So it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a bust. We did win. Right. Uh, this year, yes, definitely. Um, I, I, I just, I, and I last, hope you're right, last, Jeff. Last year, yes, I, too. You didn't hope, last year. I hope you're right. Well, just because you don't win every year doesn't mean it's a bust every single season. Well, you have, when you you're a Laker gotta, fan, when you're a you, Laker fan, it is it is don't, that don't is the give number me that, one. Jeff. Come okay, on. I am I am I'm not wearing this hat for if a reason, Brian. When you if your when expectation, you are, Jeff, uh-uh, is if your expectation no. is Super Bowl every year or bust, that's horrible expectation. When you have the legacy that you guys have as a franchise, it definitely That's is. Horrible. Especially when you spent the money that you spent on these guys. How was we it not? We didn't spend no money last year. We had to say, we, we didn't spend no money. We had young players on, on, on no, no contracts. This year. Oh, well, this year, yes. It's a bust. Last okay. year, Thank you. it wasn't so, so bad. So you're going to tell me that anyone that expected the Lakers to go to the finals this year were crazy? I'm not going to say crazy. But you can't. I mean, no. Look, 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 look. You're. I'm not talking about the season. This season, yes. Last season, I'm not. In general, in general, I do not expect my teams to win the championship every single year. That is a Brian. It's been instilled in your in in the Lakers in the Laker Laker Army's brain for years because of Kobe because of all that stuff that they've done for all those years. It's it's instilled in it. It's you 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 look for it. It's like okay. We, we got to get to at least get to the playoffs, get to the playoffs, get to the finals. Let's do it. Let's get to the finals. Like it should be, especially with a storied franchise that has had success recently. I'm not talking about BS Cowboy fans that haven't won anything in 20 something years. I'm talking about a team who actually has won championships. Y'all won one two years ago. Yeah, we made the playoffs. So it should then. be this instilled year, in your year, brain to no, go to a I, finals I, every I am, season I am until realist, something happens, until they blow it up, Brian. Until they I am blow a realist it up. fan. This I season, know you're a realist. I fan. agree. I don't this year. This season, I agree. Complete bust. We don't make the playoffs. We don't get into. I don't care about the playing game. We don't actually get into a playoff series. Complete bust. It's been a. It's been a laughable experience. But I do not expect my team to win every year. I just don't. 
I'm a realist fan. I look at what uh, what is on the team. I t- I told you Russell Westbrook wouldn't work. I knew. I even told Laker fans LeBron James is not the number one. The number one guy is Anthony Davis, and he can't even stay healthy. I did not expect this team to win the championship. Did I expect them to compete in the playoffs? Yes. They're they're going to fail that expectation. But I do not expect the Lakers to win a championship every year, it, regardless of what other Laker fans think. Did you expect it with Kobe? Every single year? Kobe, Kobe and Shaq, and I did. Kobe, Phil, and Shaq, I did. When Shaq left, I knew. I was like, man, I don't know. We got. I didn't even think we were going to win with Paul Paul Gasol. I thought he was too soft at times to win. But we got the job done without Shaquille O'Neal. Um, which, as a fan, I, I I take a look at my team and who's on it. I, I take a look at Green Bay that when we come to talk to football, I take a look at Green Bay next year. Well, who the who the hell are we throwing the ball to? That's going to be a hit on the offensive side. You've got to take these things in. You cannot just expect. Right. And I get it. I get what you're saying. There's a lot of Yankee fans that expect World Series or bust. But they expect Laker it from the organization. Expect they expect it from the organization. They expect the coach to care. They expect the players to care. Right. They expect the organization to do what they need to do to win a championship. Whether it's spending money or drafting, it doesn't matter. Like I get, I, you, you got to do what you got to do. And I that's get, what I'm saying. That. The Laker fans just watched their team and LeBron James and A.D. laugh. Laugh at them losing and Luca showing them how horrible that team looked the other day. And they're laughing. They don't care. Getting paid millions of dollars, getting slapping that organization in the face and going, Well, that's it. LeBron James. I'm sorry. um, But that is the GD bus put that together too. It's not just him. No. It can't be. This is LeBron James. Right. Okay. He he does this everywhere he goes. The bills. Okay, I don't care. LeBron James she makes thought the, calls. the coach now would look, be all right, I guess. We all know that was probably a problem. Like there I, there has to be accountability even in the Yankee organization. I do the same thing. They don't spend now like they used to. How is is cheap penny pinching dude? Like I see it and it's like look, you don't why? Your organization is too big. I'm not letting LeBron off the hook. LeBron goes somewhere, he changes the team, gets what he wants, gets the coach he wants. If they win, oh LeBron's so good. If they lose, it's the organization. This is on LeBron James. I'm not. I'm not sure. giving him a free fall. GD Bus actually stood up to LeBron when when he said, "I want to trade Russell Westbrook." Stood up to her and said, "No, we're not doing that. This is the guy you wanted. This is the guy we traded a lot of players for, and you want to trade him away to Houston Rockets for for uh, Paul Wall or whatever." And I'm like, that guy's not even very good anymore. What are you doing? Yeah, GD Bus did step forward and say, "No, LeBron." That's probably the first time he's ever been told no in his life. This guy's openly talked about playing on a different team with his son. LeBron James doesn't care anymore in LA. I think it's time to blow it up with LeBron. I think you I think hopefully you can keep Anthony Davis and hopefully he, he can be healthy. I don't know. But uh it, it's time it's time for LeBron James to go, in my opinion. And people are gonna be like, Oh, you're crazy. He, he scores a lot of points. Yeah, but what else? I mean, if we have nobody to go around him. Then it doesn't really matter. One guy can't. One guy is not going to make it. You have you have a player, right? And this is why I like Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic, I think, will look at a team and go, "Does this team work together?" And I think we saw it with with um, uh, Porzingis. 
I think Porzingis was a problem. There are multiple videos showing where Luca passed it to Porzingis and he completely looks disinterested, just disinterested, just pass it and kind of just looks the other way, doesn't pay attention because I don't think Porzingis was a player that was working on the team and making the team better. Like, and I think Luca sees that. And I and there's a huge difference between somebody like Luke and LeBron. I don't think LeBron gives two craps what he has piece wise. I think if one piece isn't working, get rid of that, go find another piece. It's like throwing darts at a dartboard. Which one's gonna stick? LeBron thinks he's good enough that it doesn't matter. Right. Right. He thinks he's good enough that it doesn't matter what they have, they'll win without him. And back in the day, he took one of the worst teams in the NBA to the championship. Did they win it? No. Right. He can't do that anymore. You can't do that night in and night out anymore. It's not that it's not that player, and it's because he's old or he's getting older. Um, and look, LeBron James is a good. I don't really care for LeBron James, honestly. I don't like. I mean, I've never had a guy on my team I really didn't like until LeBron James. Um, he won his championship. It's great. I don't like his antics. I don't like. Uh, he flops like crazy. I don't like uh, his attitude. I, I just don't like it. Is he our best chance of winning? I guess. I mean, what else are we going to do? But is it time to blow it up? I think it is. L.A. will probably hold on to him and, and try and try and find something they can do um, next season. But I hope you're right about the super team thing because the super team is what kind of killed my a lot, of, a lot of my interest in the NBA. And now that teams are, you know, kind of not being a super team anymore, they've, they've gotten two stars on the team. It's getting exciting. Kind of mellowed out a little bit. It's getting more excited. Right. Um, with it now, I feel for my buddy. My buddy, um, he's been on the show before. It's been a while, but he is a Utah Jazz fan. And every year, I'm like, it don't matter, bro. You're gonna lose in the playoffs. <laughs> it don't matter. Um, the Suns look really good this year. I, I you know, I, I, I like this team last year. And what I talked about last season when when they were beating people and they beat the Lakers. And um, when I watched that team play. I saw the most complete team basketball play. They, they, their head coach had them playing together, playing the system, do playing their game, and I, and I, they just, it's like they never stopped for last season and continued. We could see a, a Phoenix Suns versus Milwaukee rematch, Jeff, and um, see if that turns out any different. I, I would like to see that again um, as well. And uh, I look, I like Luka Doncic. I think he's like I said, top five, top three player in the league. I, I really think that. Mark Cuban needs to give him some more pieces. That's what I want to see. I want to see one more star, right? I want to see one more guy in there. I, I um, do, but I, but I do but think they, it has to be it has to be a star that Luca picks because he knows the team well, and he's very, very. I mean, they're playing cohesive right now. It's insane. Yeah. It's well, like that's they're what, all on the same page. That's and what so, Luca's really good at, right? Yeah. And I and and again, it can't just be anybody. It's got to like, be a team just, guy. Oh, just just go get Harden. No, no, no. Will it work? Yeah, I, I, you know, I <laughs> like, think. I don't know. Like, well, him just... and him and Joker are really good friends. Right. So I think that would. I think you need a. I think you need a bigger guy down down low to help on defense that can score points. That and now big guys are shooting threes, so you wouldn't have really worried about that. Right. I just want to see some more help for Luca, and then and I don't want to see the same struggle Dirk had. I'm not getting any. I like there. the trade that they made. And... The trade that they made has actually been helping the team. I think that. The Mavericks that we know back then with the Dirk stuff, I think, is a different Mavericks organization today. Well, that's, that's um, what I said. Like when so. you – yeah, they brought in Nico Harrison. He's one for one right now on his trades. He made one trade. It's actually worked out. When they when they first right. made the trade, I said, 
They didn't really do. They didn't really do much. These guys are actually working, and that's because these guys are are open to playing with Luca. And and right. like I said, my biggest concern and my biggest my biggest disappointment with Porzingis was he's supposed to be a second star, but when Luca went off the court. Porzingis never took over the game. He never was like, hey, give me the ball in my hand. That's what a second star does. LeBron James sits on the bench. Anthony Davis gets the ball. He never did that. I'm like, why is he not Why is he not doing this? What is going on? Something was missing. He's not a team player, I don't think. I think right. it was. No, he wanted, I don't he, think he, was. he wanted to be the star, and it was Lucas' team, and he could go somewhere else like Washington. That's why he should have stayed in New York. Be happy in New York. The basketball team's not going to win, but he was getting his stuff. But – so they trade away. This the, the trade worked out well for them. These players that come in and played really well. And and right. when you see the Dallas Mavericks, you see other guys like uh like um Smith step up and you see them whether it's every other night someone's stepping up, you know, and you like that. I want to see some more consistency out of those guys who step up on a more consistent nightly basis. Um, but they are playing really well. I kudos to the front office, kudos to Nico Harrison and um Kudos to uh, Jason Kidd. So far, it's looking like he's also, changed things around. So far, uh, not as not as like a championship basketball team, but he's changed things around as he, his horrible um, coaching style that he had in Milwaukee, and we kind of didn't know if he could redeem himself. And so far, right now, there's a lot of players talking really good about him. He, he's learned right. some things how to how to talk to players and how to treat players. And it looks like it's working out for Dallas right now, and and, and um, I just want to see Mark Cuban give him some help. That's all I want. And I think, and I think Mark Cuban is definitely giving is going to start giving help. And I think it's just going to be very calculated help. It's it's going to be like Luca, you've played around this guy against this person. Is this somebody you could play with? Or Luca, you were at the All Star game, right? And you worked with this person. Is he? Would he help this team? Not just you, but everyone else. You know, and so. I think if they work on that kind of thing, I think this it's only going to help the team and benefit the team. I, it, it's interesting because um, even and I and I, as much as all these other players are playing well around him, Luca has changed his game. Um, he's not just going left; he's also going right. Um, right. He's not he's not being a predictable player, and I think now that he can do multiple different things, he's very difficult to guard. Uh, oh, even he's more he, so. I, I saw him even more play. now, even more now than than back than last year. So, what's mind boggling with Luca is he doesn't he's not a very fast player, but he still gets he still gets where he wants to go with his right. body. His body control is fantastic. He made a play the other day. The defense guy was all there's nothing much more the defensive guy could have done. Drained the fadeaway sinker in his face. I'm like, man, that was nice. And he just like, you know, what can I say? He's he's learning a little bit of the the Dirk shot. So it's, <laughs> right, I'm like, <laughs> horrible. That's a horrible shot because it's it's so unguardable. It is it is horrible. You cannot guard it. Um, all right, Jeff. Well, that's our spotlight of the week. NBA recap. We we I love. We got a little we got a little heated there. Fantastic segment. The NBA playoffs will start Saturday, April sixteenth. Well, the, the biggest question I think a lot of players have is, or a lot of people have, will the Mac, will the Lakers make it? Um, if they don't make it, big time bust out there. If uh, if they do make it, we'll see how far they can get. Saturday, April sixteenth is the playoffs. We've, we've got some really good matchups, and we'll jump back into the NBA uh, bracket and, and NBA news stuff coming forward here. Um, Jeff, it is time. 
Headlines. Headlines. All right, guys, the headlines of the week. We talk about different subjects. We give you usually five topics that happen this week that are all about the buzz, Jeff. And, and the buzz this week, Jeff, number one, has to be Bruce Arians stepping down as the head coach and will take a front office job. You got fired. Now, yeah. <laughs> now, Jeff, my buddy texts me. Bruce is out in Tampa at Bowles is in. I was like, they fired Bruce Arians? Oh, my gosh. What in the world? Or or they, they forced him to retire. But then I was like, oh, he's taking a front office job. He's basically stepping down. Todd Bowles will take over. Bruce says there's no riff with Brady, and he's happy to promote Bowles. I call BS, Jeff. This is, B, this is also BS of the week. Tom Brady had everything to do with this. Everything to do with this. If you, if you don't think so, you're naive. Tom Brady came in and said, look, I've already had one angry coach in, in, in New England forever. I don't want another angry coach again. So if I'm coming back, Bruce has got to go. I think the organization said, I don't want to lose him. This guy brought us the championship. Let's put him in the front office. Let's hide him somewhere in the back. He can, you know, he could be a scout, whatever. And then Tom Bowles gets promoted. Um, this is Tom Brady all written all over it. Oh, it, it's definitely it, how you won a championship a year ago, basically. And yeah, I don't really see why you would want to change the coach unless that was a stipulation for Brady to come back. And it very could be, you know, because maybe Brady was like, I'm done with this guy. He's horrible, blah, blah, blah. Even though I don't know what that means. I seemed like he was doing fine. Um, you know, just, be, just probably his personality, the way he is. I maybe, maybe. Tom Brady's at the point of his career where he, he's like, I'm getting what I want, or I'm not coming back, type of you know, yeah. So, I don't know. This is a move you make easily if you're, and the, the, the easiest thing right now for them is they already had a guy to replace him. Todd right. Bowles sloops in, he's a defensive minded coach. Tom Brady will handle the offense. I don't think they even really need to worry about that. The thing is, Jeff, is this is Todd, this is Todd Bowles' second chance. He, he coached with the Jets. It was a disaster. He was 24 and 40 with the Jets. And who, I mean, the, it was the Jets. So you got to give him a little bit of a, of a, a you know, a, a little bit of a leeway. <laughs> but 24 and 4, that's a disaster. This is his second head coaching position. He's, he's, he's learned a lot over, the, over those years since he's yeah, been I don't a head think you coach. Can screw this one up. Yeah. I don't you think you, you already have a good defense. You have, you're going to have Tom Brady. I don't think you can really mess this up and uh so tom brady must have he's calling the shots he's the uh lebron james of the nfl <laughs> oh, oh man all right number two jeff bobby wagner signs with the super bowl defending champs oh. the los angeles rams they said hey we lost von miller we've got to sign bobby wagner now bobby wagner's good good football player okay bobby wagner got overpaid <laughs> I don't think anybody else has given him five years, fifty million. He's thirty-one years old. He's getting up there for a linebacker. Jeff, do you do you think this was a good get, or do you think this was a little bit of a overpaid job, reach job for the Los Angeles Rams? Uh, I think it was a good get because the Cowboys didn't get Bobby Wagner. 
Um, <laughs> a good gift for the and, Rams. Oh, oh man, and Not they the- and they and they just oh the Cowboy fans really. That's all you ever heard. That's all. That's all you were hearing on YouTube for probably about a week. Was that oh we we might get Bob Wagner? Oh something's happening. Oh he's talking about something on Twitter. Oh you know and he ended up going to the Rams. Um, the Rams don't care at this point. They're going to spend what they need to spend. Uh, overpaid, sure. Why not? Uh, the Cowboys at one point offered one of their players ten million dollars a year, and and he kind of spat at it or something, and they restructured or something. I don't remember. But I mean, it's not like the Cowboys. The Cowboys could have easily probably got him. You know, uh, would he have would it have been a better than nothing? Yeah, probably. Their 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 pass rush is d- depleted. Um, they need somebody in there. So it, it's you're not their defense is is suspect now. I think now because of all these non picks. Jeff, Jeff, we're talking about the Rams. We're not talking about the Cowboys. I know we're talking about, but this, <laughs> the reason I talk about it is because is because the, that Cowboys were linked to him and Von Miller. That's the whole thing that was going on all offseason. And then Von Miller went to the Buffalo Bills. So he basically said, I would not like to come back to Dallas and in my hometown. You know, I watched a whole YouTube video yesterday. It was like 17 minutes long. Von Miller's entire free agency thing. It was crazy. He was talking to Dallas at one point. Mm -hmm. So uh, I can say right now, it's probably very possible Bobby Wagner was talking to Dallas. But Dallas doesn't want to do anything. So he goes to the Rams. The Rams don't care. They'll spend and spend. They'll get rid of draft picks. (laughs) You know, this team is looking to try to win today. They're not looking. They're not looking five years down the road. See, so. here's here's the problem. Here's the problem. The Buffalo Bills overpaid Von Miller big time. Sure, horribly sure. overpaid. Sure, that was Bobby a straight Wagner up cash deal for Von. Got overpaid. Now, oh, Brian froze. Oh no. <laughs> You're frozen. Come back in. Where did I go? You're here. You're back. You're back. Okay. All right. Sorry. When you're trying to win now, you want to make those win now moves. You want you want to you want to maybe go get a Von Miller, maybe overpay him, right? Sure. Um to get that guy there. And Bobby Wagner overpaid 31. He's a little older. Hell, Von Miller's older than he is. But these are win now yeah. moves. And I can settle with my team for, I can settle overpaying a guy for a win now move. I can do that. Sure. Um, sure. By hands down. And I think the Cowboys fans would, would want their team to, hey, if we got to overpay to get this guy here to change our team to, to make an impact. Let's do that. But the, the, the Cowboys don't want to spend that money. And um, that could be an issue. Now, Bobby Wagner going to the Rams was a Von Miller replacement. Bobby Wagner, sure. Jeff, is a veteran linebacker. He will be playing pretty good there for them. Will he Will he play better than Von Miller? I don't think so. And we look back at his stats, he doesn't get sacks. He got one sack last year, three sacks the year before. Um, he's never had a, he's never had a is he more of a one. is he more of a run stopper kind of yeah he's kind of he's, player okay clog yeah, up a lane he, he is know, prevent the running back from getting out he'll make a lot of tackles 
He had a he had 170 combined tackles last year. Okay, he, he's around the football. He's that kind of guy. He's only had one season that was back in 2013 where he's had five sacks. That's his highest in one season. So he's not a guy okay. to get to the quarterback. Right. Now, 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 maybe Seattle was using him differently. Maybe the Rams will blitz maybe. him more. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think they have two good. other pass rushers, so I mean, yeah. maybe they could use Bobby Wagner in a different way than he was using right. Seattle. We know Pete Carroll's an idiot, so yeah, yeah. And and I do I I do think it, it's a good get. I do think it was a over pay of but course sometimes but that's the market that's exactly what happened there. with the market we saw it all freaking off season with these nfl players one after another right Re- record-breaking uh contract sign record-breaking contract sign record-breaking so i mean they were just resetting the market daily <laughs> like you know well usually you get you get maybe one or two of those as an off season we were having them every single day like for weeks you know it's funny too since you want to talk about Cowboys, um, it looks now like the Cowboys misread the wide receiver market because oh. they they let Cooper go. He was paying yeah. twenty; they didn't want to pay him twenty million. Well, guys are getting paid thirty now. <laughs> Devontae Adams, the, the one of the best wide receivers in the league, getting paid twenty eight point five. So it's like, well, man, Amari Cooper looked pretty cheap. Yeah. So, you know. Um, they're really hoping. You know what's crazy? They're hoping the draft is good. I guess I don't know. What, they what do, are they hoping for? now? They do draft well. I'm not gonna lie. The Cowboys have hit on a lot of draft picks the last couple of years. That's one thing that that they do they do pretty good, and then that they can have in their back pocket. Maybe that's why they're so frugal with their money. Sometimes is that we'll just draft a guy. That's a dangerous way to live. But that is. <laughs> Joey Ga- uh Was it Joey Gallup? What's his face? The third wide receiver they just signed, Gallup for the for the um yeah. Is it I Joey? It's not Joey. About. It's Gallup. It's Gallup, Gallup something. But I it's I don't. His remember last name's name. Gallup. Right. Anyways, <laughs> he's All the gonna, fans are like you son of a. Yeah, he's already gonna miss two to three weeks. He tore his ACL. You're hoping that he's really healthy after those two to three weeks. Sure. Um, you're putting a lot of pressure on CD Lamb, which I think he can handle. He's a really good wide receiver. Yeah. Um, you you resign your. Your, you know, your, your, your blanket there, and uh, but uh, uh, not Jarwin, but um, Schultz is your tight end. Um, I just don't know. You're really putting a lot of hope that Gallup is is healthy, and that he's going to pan out. What if he comes back and tears his ACL again? What if he's never, you know, he doesn't cut like he used to? And they're hoping that that guy can 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 step in for Amari Cooper, or or actually Lamb step in for Cooper, but. They did bring in a third wide receiver. That's pretty good. I just don't know. They're, they're putting a lot of, of hopes on on the wide receiver groups, and uh, we'll see if that works out or not. <laughs> also speaking of the Dallas Cowboys here, we do have a story number three. Excuse me real quick. Sorry, I didn't caught my throat. Um, Jerry Jones. <laughs> oh. All right, well, Jerry Jones wants – the judge, he asked the judge to dismiss the case against him with his daughter that we found out about a couple weeks ago. Um, says he's being extorted. Now, an article came out today talking about just how much money Jerry Jones has given this mother and this daughter. And it, 
when the first report came out, it was like 300,000. And you're like, well, that's not a lot of money. I mean, like that's average man. That's quite a bit. But when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're, when you're, uh, your father is worth $10 billion, Jeff, that doesn't add up, right? You're like, that's not a lot of money. Well, Jeff, it actually turns out Jerry Jones has given this girl over $3 million. <laughs> he is, he has set up funds. He has paid for her SMU college degree where she has been a successful person. She's 25. She's been, uh, I think she helps runs campaigns or something like that. She's successful. Yeah. My question was why? If, if, I get it. If you, if I get it, if, if, you know, you got 300,000, you're like, this is not a lot of money. If he's paid over $3 million, what do you want out of this? What, what is the end game for this? Is this just publicity with your name on it? Um, there's well, also go- something very weird about it too, where they're not they're not unsealing documents. There's something about that too. Like he doesn't want things unsealed, and I'm like, well, that's kind of strange. Why? If it's nothing, right? Or if maybe you're thinking you're being extorted, right? He's he's it's, he's basically you know, admitting he's her daughter without yeah, admitting yeah exactly he's her daughter. Exactly. Which is exactly. weird. Which is, and, I mean, and again, not to, not to like, you know, if, if it was the shoe, if the shoe was on the other foot, right. And it was me, I'd probably be like, well, I'd like to know my dad, you know, like besides the fact that he is a successful owner of a billion dollar franchise, like maybe I'd like to know him before he dies, you know, like actually know him as a person, it, personally know him. Um, I, I, I don't. so who knows? Maybe who knows? Maybe. I, I, I mean, if you, if the shoe was on the other foot, would you? Well, yeah, I mean, okay, well. but not everyone thinks the same, you know, I, I don't know, but we don't, but I, we don't know, don't see... we don't know what's going on in her head either. So it's kind of like, well, you know. it's, yeah, I just don't see the end game here. You think he's going to invite her over for Thanksgiving, Jeff, or, or Christmas? Well, I mean, the, I, I mean? think like, the I, end game is the fact that this has been concealed for so long. Like that he has possibly been holding this back for so long. And this is another kind of, you know, very successful, rich person being able to kind of slide it under the table. Right. You know, and not anyone knows. And I think that's kind of a lot of those out there, babe. Right. But we're seeing this. (laughs) We're seeing it firsthand with the fact that he doesn't want anything disclosed. He doesn't want anyone to know about it. He doesn't want any of these things unsealed. And eventually, guess what? It will be unsealed and we will all know. And then basically it will kind of confirm what maybe some people have been saying about Jerry Jones for so X number of years. I mean, this isn't the first time I've heard this kind of stuff. And this is, I mean, there's this, I mean, not only that, I've actually heard stories of people who know, who've actually been to dinners with the person. So it's like very interesting where you kind of go, aha, aha. And, and, you know, there's actually a rumor about stuff that happened between uh, him and Jimmy Johnson kind of involves things like this. Like, and so it's kind of weird, you know, and, and interesting. There's a lot of that stuff that happened behind the scenes that you're like, man, but it's the Dallas Cowboys. It's different. I wish I could have, (laughs) I wish I could be a fly on the wall in that meeting. Right. Um, I just don't know what the end game is here for her. If she wins, what what are they gonna make? What are they gonna make Jerry do? They can make him pay more money. Um, 
they they can't force they're gonna make him, him apologize they live. can't they can't force him to to pit her in the wheel that's what i was thinking i was like well, maybe she no be, i don't think that's gonna can't do that i'm just what's the end i just want to ask her what's the end game of this what is what is the what is the ultimate outcome that you want i because i like i said maybe I it's think, the acknowledgement that she that he's your dad and he can't deny it anymore like I think we're done. It's done. Well, I mean, we all know. We all know, and it's done. There's no doubting her. If we know for a fact that this is a real thing, no one will ever doubt her. Right. And and, yeah. and then ever, but everyone will look at Jerry in a different way. So, you know. Well, I mean, I think I think a lot of people look at Jerry in a different way. Um, eh. You know, some. But surprise, he's still around. <laughs> oh no, I'm just saying. Dang, I'm playing. That's, that's, uh, I'm playing. <laughs> Um. Anywho, all right, Jeff. Well, number four, we've done a lot of cowboy talk on here. Number four, Jeff, we get a little baseball, man. We yeah. hold on, hold on, wait for it, wait for it, Jeff. We get a little, we get a little, we get a little baseball going on. All right, <laughs> all right. Look at that. Boom. Look at that. We talking baseball. All right. Um. Brian lives yes. in Los Angeles, and he <laughs> is a uh, Oakland A fan. Oh. So he went oh, from gosh. football <laughs> to baseball. Gosh. Um, no, don't don't throw the Oakland A's on me like that. Uh, now, Jeff, we got some bad news. Well, not we. I mean, I don't give a dang. The Mets fans do. The Mets fans would definitely get very upset. Oh them. man, they got some bad news for the Mets. That's Jacob Degrom will miss the opening day with stress reaction in his shoulder. And probably more than just the opening day, but just one game, it's like whatever. This guy's an absolute beast, Jeff. Uh, oh yeah, the, probably the best or one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, his ERA last year was a one point oh eight. Okay, um, for those he was also know, injured a little bit last year too. Yes, he was. He's he, he was seems to be that, that towards trend, the end of the season. Yeah, that trend. Uh, he only pitched fifteen games last year. Um, he only pitched 12 games the year before that. Then the 19, he pitched 32. So um, a little bit of injury history with him, which is not good because when, but when he's pitching, no. when he's pitching, he's dang good. He's supposed to ERAs the last four years of one, two, two, and one. That's just amazing. And for you, the guys that don't know what an ERA is in baseball, it stands for earn run average. That's how many runs he averages uh, per game. So, Per nine it's, innings. Yeah, per nine innings. It is – that's insane. The lower, the better, obviously. Fantastic pitcher. Bad news for them. Uh, when you have a guy that that continues to get hurt, you're just hoping – man, you're hoping that it, he can snap out of it at some point. You see those – Pitchers, pitchers are, are the worry one because if it's consistent, it will plague them – at some point again, and and it could even result in another injury somewhere else. But uh, Tommy John it, surgery and all yeah, that. and Tommy John's bad. Um, it, you, they could come back better, a lot better. But Tommy John, you're out for a definite year. That that happened to Luis Severino for the Yankees. He was out basically for, for an entire year. We didn't see him all last season except towards the end of the year, and it was actually trash because we didn't nothing happened last year with the Yankees. We didn't go and we went to playoffs and do anything. So it's just kind of like Severino's whole year last year was basically bullpen sessions. Um because it was just he came back from Tommy John. And so now this year we're finally getting a full year of Severino uh after a couple of years really a year and a half really if I think about it. So uh Tommy John surgery is bad but the fact that 
a, a pitcher gets hurt over and over again, that's a bad deal um, because it's just not – it doesn't set it up well for the future. Hopefully this doesn't plague DeGrom even more. Luckily it's happening at the end of the season. That's when you right. want any of this stuff to really happen. Right. Um, and ho- And luckily it's not bad. Like, you know, luckily this is not like, oh, he's out for the year. Oh, he's out for six months. He won't play until after the all-star break. Like that kind of stuff is where you kind of go, ah, I don't want him out then, <laughs> you know, like, cause you got to readjust. You got to go and do bullpen sessions. You got to go play simulated ball games. You got to go down to triple a and, and play with those guys for a little bit. You got to do all this kind of stuff to rehabilitate yourself back to the majors. And by the time that happens, you may or may not even be in the playoffs and there's no point. I mean, at that point, I'd shut a, I'd shut a player down. You know, they'd shut anybody down. Or, you know, same with, uh, you know, like, you know, any any team for that matter. Especially if you're not in it and they've been out for that long, I wouldn't. You'd, you'd be better better chance to restart in next year. But Degrom, luckily, luckily, nothing crazy. Um, that's gonna that's gonna really set him back too much. So, the season's gonna start. Maybe he'll miss a, a week or so, and that's it. So maybe even a little more than that, but I don't I don't see him being out too long with this kind of injury. They'll definitely shut it down. Okay, we need to just just chill. That's their guy. That's their guy, man. Mike's off. <laughs> I've done that a couple times. Um, <clears throat> speaking of that, number five headline of the week is opening day for baseball. Is April 7th. We are six days away for some Major League Baseball, baby. I'll throw my Ranger cap on. We'll get excited for some baseball. Now, they have eight games that day. And uh, I'm looking at this and I'm going, yeah, not a great lineup to start off. The biggest game is going to be Red Sox, Yankees. Um, of course. <laughs> that is the, yeah, that is the of biggest course. rival. It's in New York. That'll, that'll go well. Um, you've got Brewers, Cubs, Astros, um, Angels, Padres, Diamondbacks, Reds, Braves. Um, so, Bruce you know, Cubs might be pretty good. Bruce Cubs might be pretty yeah. good. Yeah, um, the, the, the Brewers are are pretty good. Like I don't. Yeah, the Brewers are not bad team. They're they, that guy, Yurlich um, or what was his name? Um, Yelich, crazy Yelich. He's freaking amazing. Like and so yeah, they they don't have a bad. They don't have too bad of a team. Like I don't. They're not like a super you know crazy like the Dodgers, right? But like they're not bad either. So I think them and the Cubs. That looks like that might be actually a pretty good game. Hey, Dodgers made a trade today. Did you see that? Um, no, they're still doing trades. Yeah, let me look that up. Uh, they traded. Unless it's a unless it's a fake one, but it popped up on MLB.com. Oh, if it was it today, yes, it could be fake, dude. Come on now, it's on ML. No, it's straight up on MLB.com. It says, what? Uh, "Yes." Um, let's see. The Dodgers they traded for Craig Kim Kimbrel. They traded AJ Pollock, their their out uh, their um outfielder for uh uh, uh right handed closer uh in Craig Kimball. Craig Kimball's really good. And he's really good. Yeah. That's why I was like, okay, this doesn't this doesn't seem fake. So no, it did it happen today? Yes, it did happen. They're still yeah, they're still doing trades and moves. I, I know. So it's like, you know, it's interesting, but yeah, it's gonna be a crazy season. I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh definitely gonna be watching opening day. I think Man, that, is that a night uh, game. Is that the Yankees and Red Sox night game? 
I'm not sure it didn't, ha- it didn't have the times on there, but I will look for you real quick. This should be a night game, so it probably will be. I mean, um, trying to find the I, schedule here. Uh, I think it's like a six o'clock, maybe Eastern or seven o'clock Eastern. Um, oh, here's schedule. My bad. What's great is for baseball fans is now we get actually some good night nighttime games because there's no football and basketball's basically ending. So right, we get some good games uh, coming out of this. And well, well I think we're also gonna get, are we gonna get the field wow. of dreams game this year? I'm not sure. I think we do. I think they they were gonna add that to the regular schedule, and I I love okay. that. I thought that was that's fantastic. great. That's awesome. I loved that. That was so good. Even though we lost, uh, it was great. It was back and forth too. We were hitting. Everybody was just oh, it was insane. Home runs. The Jeff, you're gonna be very disappointed. It's not a primetime game, is it? It's a 105. It's the first game That's to start horrible. off. Horrible. It's the first game to start off. Horrible. The I mean, I'm sure they'll play. I get uh, why. But is it what day but is it on? Is it like on a Wednesday or Thursday. like a Thursday? Yeah, they. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Friday night baseball. I could see them playing. Uh, they wish they probably will. They actually, they might even play the next game. That might be Friday night baseball. We got. The Rangers and the Blue Jays, baby. So <laughs> that's a weird. Okay, I mean, there's a couple. There's a, there's like four or five night games. Okay, so no, I'm, huh. I'm you know this is the first time in a long time I've, I've been really excited for for baseball and um and uh, I'm super excited, man. I cannot wait. We, we got to get MLB the show going, yeah. man. I need to get it. Um, but Jeff. That concludes headlines of the week here. Um, let's, you know, what is in your locker, sir? This is the end of our segment. What is or our show? What is in your locker? Um, go ahead and take my video off as you as you do that. Bloop. Uh, switch over. Um, so this is a uh, anybody who's watching. This is a segment where we just talk about what's going on in our life. What's you know what we're excited for. Uh, movies, games, TV shows, doesn't really matter, which whatever just kind of comes to mind, uh, even work. Um, so work's been crazy. Um, been getting a lot of stuff done work wise. I have, you know, been at my new job for maybe a couple of months. And so, um, it's been pretty good. Um, you know, learning a lot. I get along with my coworkers pretty well. So, uh, no complaints there. Um, I've been playing a lot, <laughs> unfortunately. I know it's it's the, it's the it's dance with the devil, but I've been playing um, Madden, <laughs> and uh, um, so you know it's it, it's it is what it is. I I have to play it because I you know there's nothing else. What are you going to play? There's no football. There are football games out there. So Russell Wilson, I got the updated roster. I've been playing with a lot of the updated pieces. Um, learning how to throw with him is different because Peyton Manning was also a different player too. So it, it's it's kind of like when you when you're playing a baseball game too, like you have to learn that that pitcher's movements because it's some of are different, some are slow and some aren't. So it's just kind of it's interesting. Played a little bit of that. Uh, been, I haven't been playing any more Horizon. I, I probably will play some more Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, this no Horizon Forbidden West. Um, this weekend. And play more of that. Um, this weekend, I don't know what we're really doing. Uh, I think we're we got to go run some errands. She wants to go to a bookstore and grab a book uh, to help her with her writing. 
Um, we're still waiting back uh, from this publishing house uh, for her book. So it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, I know she's at the towards the end. There's only been a, got like a couple people left. So she's waiting on that. She ordered some books. She's going to sell them at a, at a thing in, in the summertime, which is kind of cool. So there's that. My mom informed me that that she's getting laid off, which we already knew was coming because she she gets laid off this time every year. Um, so it's a seasonal kind of thing. But uh, but she's going to have a lot more time, a lot more free time. So we're going to go see her again. And I just texted her. So I got to make I got to make some actual stuff for my sister's graduation party, um, which will be interesting. So there's that. It's just been me chilling out. Um, the weather's really nice in the 50s. Uh, I think in the low 40s at night. So we keep the windows open. And then uh, during the day, it's been in the 60s. So um, I think we're probably going to go on, maybe go on a walk, um, get some fresh air tomorrow and really just chill out. It's been, um, it's been interesting. I had to rush today to go to the pharmacy because they close at six and then they're off on all the weekends now, at least the one we go to. And so it's like, a mess because if I don't get there on time, then I can't get anything. And it's just, a, it's a train wreck all because people just walked out and quit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so been fighting that kind of that stuff. Um, I haven't watched anything movie wise. I might subscribe to Hulu cause they have some good documentaries uh, that I have never, I haven't subscribed to Hulu in years. Um, so I did cancel Paramount Plus, so because I canceled Paramount Plus, I may subscribe to Hulu just to offset that because they have some interesting documentaries and and uh, docu series. Um, one of them is about a lady who I think she supposedly in- enticed a guy to kill himself through texts. I've watched the documentary about that, but it's an actual show, um, which is interesting. And then the other one is also about um, Elizabeth. I uh, can't remember her. But she she had developed this medical thing, and uh, it was a documentary about it. And it was a medical. Uh, I think it's on. If anybody wants to watch it on HBO, but she developed some blood tech blood sampling techniques that you didn't need to take that much blood to sample for various diseases, even though that doesn't make a whole lot of sense and it was um, and very impractical. But she got millions of dollars in Silicon Valley and had all these investors just going crazy, and so. They did a show on that on Hulu, which is kind of interesting. And so I, I was like, I want to see that too. So I might subscribe to that. Um, other than that, we've just been kind of just chilling out. We may, because we, I don't know how we have Peacock. Somehow we have Peacock. Uh, we don't, we don't subscribe to it, but I think it's through our service provider or whatever. Um, so I think we may tune into uh, WrestleMania, the laugh. Um <laughs> a big laugh because stone cold is coming back. And I just think that's ridiculous. Um, but outside of that baseball, getting excited football. Yes. Basketball. We will, my wife and I will be watching. Um, she's excited to watch the Mavericks play. We haven't watched them uh, in a playoff game in years. So even when Luca was around last year and stuff, she still didn't really watch. So she's excited. So yeah, I'm, I'm ready to watch some playoff stuff, get some, football going here and hopefully we get some draft stuff. I know Brian's got some stuff in the works for draft stuff. So I'm gonna let Brian take over this, talk about what's in his locker. I'm done. Brian, what's in your locker? All right, buddy. Well, in my locker this week, um, 
I have been super excited about baseball, Jeff. I, I've been uh, watching some spring training – or not watching the games, but following some spring training games. We've had some uh, we've had some really good really good uh, outcomes. The Rangers have been winning a lot there. Hopefully that turns into – I am a Texas Ranger fan, yes. It turns into some wins on the field. We, we, we added Corey Seager. We've added some pieces this season, and we're starting our rebuild around Corey Seager from the Dodgers. And uh, I'm very excited. I, I, I learned – the Jeff, the 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 Rangers um, farm system is number nine in Major League Baseball, so we're getting that back up there. I'm excited to see the our draft pick this season. There this last season, Jack Leiter coming in coming since the Major League Baseball. He's going to be here sooner than later. Fantastic! He was uh, one of the best. It, it was the the best pitcher in the in the draft, and um, I'm excited to see him play. So I'm really excited for the Rangers. And you know what's interesting about that, by the way? So, so he, there's a guy named Volpe. They were both teammates. And Volpe is number three prospect, I think, in uh, like out of the hundred or a hundred and the Yankees have him. They, they, he was like a shortstop there. They're, they're nice. really excited about him. So, yeah, they're like, they were teammates. I just want to give that a little tidbit there. Nice. Yeah. We, we have, uh, I think we got four or five guys. Oh, we got five or six guys actually in the top hundred in the Rangers. Um, right now and it's fantastic for us and we're rebuilding that farm system after we traded away for our world series run, run um which we ended up losing which we all know that no reason to relive that but i'm super excited for that and for the longest time i i haven't gone to a ranger game because the owners refuse to spend money we got a new ballpark i, I haven't been out there yet i will go this year the, the owners spend some money so i feel like i can spend some money on some tip, tickets and go see them play I'm excited to see that new stadium. I've been playing cornhole, Jeff. I am addicted. I love cornhole. Just chilling out with the buddies. My next door neighbor, we love cornhole. So we'll go out there and we'll play, throw some bags is what we call it. Um, I had uh, my tax money came in last week. I we went. My, the wife wanted a Wii, Jeff. And I, I found a Wii at a retro store. It was actually a retro store in Watauga. It's pretty cool. They have all sorts of things. I mean, I I found uh, old school Mario games in for there for seventy bucks and on sixty four and stuff like that. But I've been to of, that store before. There's a lot of cool things in there, and then they were booming, man. They were booming, and I bought a Wii. And the reason we bought a Wii, Jeff, sixty bucks or whatever. They don't sell them at they don't sell them at GameStop anymore. But sixty bucks. My brother in law is going to hack it like he did his, and um. We're going to have all the Mario games for free. We're going to have a bunch of the games of GameCube games, 64 games we can get for free. So looking forward to doing that and playing some old school Mario with the wife and uh, even have the kiddos play some as well. So that's going to be fun for us when that happens. We got to go to <coughs> St. Bernardino's where he lives right now. I'm going to drive down there in a couple weekends and get him to do that for us. So that's going to be fantastic. Um, so he's gonna hack it like Nathaniel. Nathaniel hack it. Ha, yeah, he's gonna hack it like Nathaniel and get the job done. Hopefully, um, I've been trying to lose some weight, Jeff. I uh, I bought some gym equipment equipment and put it in the in my garage. My my garage is gonna be the man cave. I got, I'm gonna have some gym equipment on one side, TV, couch on the other side, and maybe a dartboard too. But, um. I got a rowing machine, which rowing machines are fantastic workouts. 
and I got a bike and I found it for a decent price. So I've been, I've been doing those workouts on the daily, uh, except I haven't done one today, but, um, eating healthier for lunch and, uh, eating like a rabbit. I've been eating a lot of carrots and stuff, trying to lose some weight, get into some shape. I'm actually going to go play football Sunday. So that ought to be interesting. Cause I'll be sore as heck the next day. But, um, I believe that is just about it, Jeff, um, for the, for that. And, and one thing I, I do want to get into here real quick. Uh, um, I don't know. You're not popping back up. Ah, what in the world? Um, ah. <laughs> my buddy Ryan Sims, he was on here uh, a couple. Uh, he was actually on here when we predicted our Super Bowl predictions before the playoffs. But he's in here and in the room with me. <laughs> well, he's like, whoop, whoop. he is a he listens to all the draft stuff. He he listens to draft, 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 draft. It's his favorite thing. And me he and is you the will, draft. He is the he is the draft. <laughs> um, we'll draw. Yeah, we'll call him the draft when he comes on. No, <laughs> um, he is going to give us a breakdown of the top fifty players in the NFL draft. So that's going to be fantastic to talk to him about that. Me and Jeff will usually do a podcast after, not or directly after the draft. That'd be awesome. But um, usually the next episode will be about the draft. But it's getting that time of year where we're getting into the NFL draft, and there's a billion mock drafts, and I'm wondering what. What is my team going to do? A lot of stuff. Um, and and uh, he's a Cowboys fan, so he wants to talk Cowboys. And I said, I said, let's do the draft first, and then we'll give you we'll give you another episode where you can talk about Cowboys. And um, but that's his thing. So I'm excited to have him on here. So we'll tease that in a couple of weeks. We're, we're gonna do it right, not right before the draft, probably a week before the draft, because things do change. So I'm looking I'd, forward to I'd that. I'd love to do. I'd love to do an episode that is like we're all three us. Yeah. Well, like, like we're all watching like the Super Bowl and doing oh, a live, dude. live, live reaction. That would be crazy. That'd be sick. That would be sick. That's what I'd like to do. Um, that would be sick. Uh, I, I wish my schedule. See, my schedule doesn't allow me to watch the very late games, and it's kind of a pain in the butt. But, um, yeah, no, no, we need to do something like Super that. Bowl. That mean it'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I also. Want it? Want to change something on here? To not on here, but I run our TikTok pages. I have the outspoken sportscast page, and I have the outspoken food reviews. I've been doing a couple food reviews. I'm still working on out working out a couple kinks with some things because I'm not a fantastic pro at TikTok like everyone else is. But I'm gonna change it. Yeah, they they do all sorts of things, man. I'm like, what in the world? I my my niece is over here, Coles daughter is over here and she knows she, i'm like i'm asking her tips on tiktok okay that's oh god because she knows more than i do it's it's crazy anyways it's it, it's called the outspoken food reviews i'm changing it up guys it's going to be called the outspoken reviews because i'm going to do more than food i'm going to review food i'm going to review um movies i'm going to review items that i bought i bought jeff i bought with our tax tax that we came in i bought a hoover uh, spot cleaner, and I bought nice. a, I bought something that's new to the market, Jeff. It's the first ever, well, not probably the first ever, but it's one of the first vacuum mops. I can vacuum and mop my floor at the same time. Nice. So I'm gonna go use that, and I'm gonna, I'm going to do little reviews on them, and get them out to you. I I have a couple uh metal koozies coming in. Um, I 
I bought I bought a brewmate. And then I was looking for a koozie that holds everything. And I thought Brewmate did that. It holds most things, not everything. And then there's another one's coming in that holds everything. It holds a 12-ounce bottle. It holds a 16-ounce can. It holds a, a, a one of those mini seltzer can, whatever. It holds it all. And I'm like, well, I'm going to review these. So I'm changing it. It's the outspoken reviews. I can add more things into it as well. So look forward to that change coming up. And... Um, we're just trying to give you more shows. F- every Friday night, we will have a show. I've got to be better at doing the doing the ones on Tuesday. We're just I look like I'm a floating content, head. I look Flo- like I'm a floating head. Yeah, because the black, uh, the black shirt and the um, <laughs> the black. You got the very dark. Is it? Is it is, it? is it? is it? Is it dark there in, in Colorado, Jeff? It, the sun is down. Yes. Now Jeff lives it, in Colorado. I live in Texas, the great land of Texas. Um. Yeah, so we do it. We do this stream. We stream everywhere. We, we're streaming right now live to YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. We are on all all podcast platforms. Um, you can find us on Buzzsprout. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on iHeartRadio. Anywhere you want to look and listen. So, so share, subscribe, like, do what you need to do. Do all those things, guys. We're here for it. If you want to email me at the Outspoken Sportscast at gmail.com. If you want to leave me a message on our Facebook page, you want to get a hold of me anyhow. If you want some content from us, if you want to find me on TikTok and ask questions, do please do so. If you want to know my opinion about things, please do so as well. If and it doesn't gotta be sports related. I don't want no politics, but if it doesn't if it the, if you need a buddy to talk to, a friend to talk to, I am here for you guys. I am all for that. Uh so, but that's going to be about it, guys. Enjoy your weekend. I am off this weekend. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I'm, I'm going to be testing that that vacuum floor mop. I'm going to be building a probably we built, we bought this big, huge. Um, they call them uh, there's something trees, and they're basically a big storage thing to go in our front where we can put our shoes and hang our keys up and the girls' backpacks and make it look all nice. So I'm going to build that together uh, this weekend and. Uh, play football on sunday but other than that uh, that's all i got going on this weekend and i'm i'm just uh ready to go ready to enjoy just a couple days off so yeah me too yeah i just want to say thank everybody for uh, sharing or listening or whatever you're doing right now and uh i think we we're gonna wrap this one up man yep it's episode 108 and we'll be out with episode 109 next week and like i said if you want us to talk about anything just let us know hit us up All right, guys. Well, thank you, Jeff, and uh, God bless. All right. God bless. Take care.